everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 64, The Black Elation, an AT story. Trust the Trail is sponsored by Audible.com. We partnered with Audible.com because they agreed to give our listeners, you, a 30-day free trial on over 180 thousand audiobooks and titles and believe me when you're out hiking on the trail especially after listening to this podcast today you're gonna say you know if I ever hit the long distance trail I'm gonna need something to listen to and definitely you're gonna want an audiobook on the trail to listen to um, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail and you get a free trial and download 30-day free trial on any audiobook you want. That goes for iPhone, Android, download on your Kindle. Just go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail and get your free audiobook. On this episode, we speak to Daniel White, trail name The Black Alation, about how he successfully finished the Appalachian Trail with absolutely no backpacking, hiking, or even camping experience sharing with us his ingredient for exactly how he achieved it yeah and i would say that daniel is one of the coolest people i've known <laughs> and i'm serious i think he's one he he inspires me like no other because you know i've i've, I've been around the appalachian trail for a long time and i've seen a lot of people come and go but for some reason, Daniel, the way he did it, how he did it, just inspired me so much. Um, I the, the very first time I saw him, I saw him on Instagram, and he was singing <laughs> <laughs> while he was backpacking. Yeah, he's he was probably rapping. rapping. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm like, okay, who is this guy? I like him. You yeah, know? I mean. And he just has such a great spirit. And you got to hike with him. I I did. The first time I met him, we were hiking out of NOC, um, Natahala Outdoor Center. And if if any of you know that area, it is the climb that never ends. Oh, it's a climb from hell. It just goes and goes. That's not much words here. It's even worse because you you actually take a little bit of time to rest at NOC, to restock, to enjoy. I mean, there's like, you know, a restaurant, there's beer. It's kind of like a lazy man's kind of, let me just chill, let me relax, let me just like kind of. Oh, it's a great rest area. It's I mean, it's wonderful, a great area. But then <laughs> it's like, okay, you're done with your rest. Let's, let's hike all the way up. Let's hike really sharply high i mean the the altitude gain is insane so the first time i ever set eyes on him i was (laughs) was taking a breather and i was like panting for for breath and i was like oh my god when is this gonna end and i'm about three-fourths of the way up and he just comes whizzing by me with his little pack and he's just walking and with the earplugs in and he's just like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, OK, yeah, so that's not cool with me. You got to don't show off that you can just walk up this thing. 
it was pretty crazy. Um, turns out we ended up camping at the same place that night. It was just three of us camping in the most uneventful, probably the probably the most unrememberable campground ever to be established on the Appalachian Trail. And that's where I actually had my first conversation with Daniel and um, a friendship formed from there. We ended up doing just shy of 138 miles together. First, we were like kind of leapfrogging about, um, but eventually we came together officially in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And that's where, you know, we kind of developed more of a... Let's hike this thing together. Well, it's funny because, you know, I, you know, when we were, when you had cell service and you could call, you're like, yeah, I'm hiking with this really cool dude, the Black Halachian. I'm like, what? And he's like, he's a really cool dude. So I'm like, <laughs> well, I got to find this guy. Right. So I go to, I find him on Instagram and the first video I see, he's just singing and rapping. And I'm like, this, this dude is a happy dude out in out in the wilderness. I mean, he's just a really happy guy. Yeah, I think probably, you know, his biggest attribute that got him as far as he did is he's he's got the most honest, calmest, positive demeanor that you could possibly be out on the trail with. Um, you know, love and light is his motto. He was saying it from the minute I met him. And he truly seems to be like this brand ambassador for this concept of it's all cool. It's all cool. It's all going to be good. Yeah. And when he says it after you get to know him, he I mean, you can see that in him. Yeah. He is kind of love and light. I mean, that's <laughs> that's who he is. He's you know? got a smile the size of Texas. So anyway, uh, we had a great <laughs> conversation with him. We really hope you enjoy it. Here is our conversation with the Black Election. So, Daniel, thanks so much for uh, coming in and calling in and uh, joining us on Trust the Trail, man. Really super appreciate that. No, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Definitely. So, what uh, what have you been up to? Uh, man, I've been pretty busy lately. Uh, just uh, I got an upcoming trip um, after the AT, man. I just got back to the daily grind and uh, I went and hiked the uh, Foothills Trail. Uh, around November of last year, right around Thanksgiving. And uh, after that, I got back to work and, you know, nine to five thing. And uh, now I've, I've got a new trip planned. Uh, I plan on biking the Underground Railroad Trail uh, from Alabama to Canada coming up here within the next couple months. Oh, man, that's I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm getting my bike tuned right now and joining you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on up. <laughs> <laughs> as we speak <laughs> so like in our intro we did uh we talked um about you know how you just kind of decided to, to get out there with not a lot of you know like backpacking or, or camping experience under your belt um and you're like what yeah. your story is so interesting it's so cool because you know when i got to learn about you when you're you know, through Ariana, when you guys were backpacking together, um, mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, this guy doesn't really have a lot of experience. He just decided to go out there, which I think was so cool. Um, what, what, what inspired you or what motivated you to like wake up one day and say, you know, 
I think I'm going to go put a pack on, be homeless for six months, <laughs> hike up and down mountains all the way through 14 states, over 2,000 miles. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, I'm going to call that a day then. What, what, what inspired you to be crazy? <laughs> well, man, um, like I said, you know, that nine to five, it's, it's the number one killer. That stress is a killer. So uh, I was just getting tired of the daily crying. Um, and I, one day I just got on Facebook and, you know, because I love, like, outdoor shows, you know, Man vs. Wild, Survivor Man, all that type of stuff. Right. Um, I've been just obsessed. I probably watched every episode of that type of stuff. So, <laughs> um, you know, just just watching that. And I got on Facebook one day and I was like, I wonder if I can survive in the woods. And uh, my cousin responded, go hike to AT. Um, and, you know, maybe three or four months later, I found myself there. You know, I like to go big or go home, I guess you could say so. Uh, you know, I researched it and I started watching YouTube videos here and there. And I said, yeah, I think I might be able to do this. You know, I might be able to try it. So, you know, I don't know. I just just jumped out there, man. You know, zero experience. I had never camped a day in my life. So, Yeah, I remember. I remember you telling me that. I was like, this is the kind of guy that I want to hang with. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But how long did you research it before you hit the trail? I mean, how did you spend like six years researching it? Or did you like, okay, I watched a few oh. YouTube videos. I, I, I got I got the gist. It's walking. It's just walking. Yeah. I mean, like, how, yeah. how long did you research it? Well, I, I put that on Facebook, I think, around January. And I was on the trail in April 17th. I started <laughs> the trail. Good for you. <laughs> so, so, Daniel, when you began – did you firmly believe that you were going to make it to the end? Did you have any doubt in your mind that you would make it? Well, see, and when I first started, I was like, uh, I, I was like, I'm going to be gone for two months. You know, I only planned on being gone for two months. And I said, me and my mom, we talked about it for a while. She's like, how far do you think you can get? I said, uh, maybe 600, 1,000 miles. Um, so I was confident I could probably make it that far. Um, but after, you know, I started going and I started a YouTube channel and it started gaining traction and I just kind of felt obligated to go um, after that, you know, especially I started to go fund me. So once people donated some money, I'm like, well, I got to kind of keep going now. You know, I can't you know, take people money and go back home. Like, you know, that'd be kind of terrible. And plus, by the end, I had got, I kind of like fell in love with it. It was like second nature. By the end, so. Yeah. yeah, I remember you going through that battle and I remember you flipping kind of that thought process in your head. You're like, hey, wait, I think I can, if I can get the funds to do it, I can go all the way. And I remember that integral moment. It was like right before we, before I got off the trail and you were just gung-ho about it. You were determined. It was really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was different. Um, just the culture, man, just, just like, Wow, never being, you know, involved in something like that and, and getting out there and seeing something totally different. It's like, yeah, I can do this for six months, maybe, maybe a year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the amazing things about that 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 gig. When you go out there, um, it's 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 a lot more than you you bargained for. Um, in some ways, it's much yeah. harder, and in, but in other ways, it gives you such it, it gives you such deeper rewards, also. You know, um, so like when, like, what, you know, you're doing mile after mile after mile. And I know it's like such a psychological battle sometimes, um, you know, that you have with yourself because you can quit anytime. You can't just get off the trail anytime. Sure. Um, 
like as you kept on going, like did you feel yourself kind of change a little bit? Was it was it like, you know, did it give you confidence? Did did you know like what was what what did you go through mentally just, you know, after like three hundred miles or so? Oh man, it's it's a roller coaster, man. Um yeah, it's it's definitely a roller coaster. Like some days you're stronger than others, you know, some days you wake up and you're just like, Yeah, let's go get it. You know, some days you wake up and it's a little bit cloudy, you're not feeling it. You're like, man, I want to get to town and just kick back. You know, you know, in certain parts, um, you know, are more rewarding than others. You know, like Virginia, you, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard about the Green Tunnel. And when you get there and there's just no views and you just walk in and walk in, it's like, ah, you know, that, that that's tough to get through. So, I mean, but, you know, some days when you get up there in, in New Hampshire, that's that's the goal. It's like, I got to keep going because I got to get to the end. You know, I, I started this. I want to get to the end. So when you get to places like the White Mountains and stuff and it's the wide open 360 views that I researched, you know, that I thought were going to be on the whole trail, but it actually worked. <laughs> when you finally get to those, you know, the rewards are like, okay, it was all worth it. It's definitely just for that one view, it was all worth it. What did you feel was your biggest internal like strength and uplifting yourself and pushing yourself through those tough times where you just weren't self-motivated? Like what drew you to keep going? Mm. Uh, It was a few things, man. Um, Just knowing I had people like rooting for me, like my mom and stuff. And you know what? I met a lot of people like at trail days and stuff, you know, that was like, you know, your inspiration just along the way that I knew maybe didn't would never have the opportunity to get to see that type of stuff. So for me to be able to film it and take them kind of along with me, that was, you know, that was a, a hell of a motivation just to, to know that some people are, you know, maybe handicapped, maybe they're disabled, they can't walk, you know, and, and for me to be able to take them along and I got a lot of those messages along the way, that was inspiration enough. Um, and just the, the belief in myself that, that I could do that, um, just to have that resolve to be able to, to hold out and continue on and do that. That's, I mean, that's priceless. That's priceless. Yeah. So, and uh, we, we remember seeing you at trail days too. And, and um, you're you pretty famous pumped, man. smile too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, 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 when we were hair. hanging around with you at trail days, I mean, you're like the trail celebrity out there, by yeah. the way, everyone do a video with you. Everybody want to take a photograph with you. And, <laughs> I just think that is so cool for, I mean, you know, for people that are getting into backpacking or or not even just getting out in the outdoors, you know, people that have all kinds of excuses on, well, I don't know, man, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I, it, it's just a matter yeah. of like getting up and going and nobody, nobody showed that last year than you. I mean, you literally did say, yeah, I think I'm going to go hike through 14 States. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you later. And you just did it. Yeah. So it's, it's humbling, man. It's humbling. Yeah, I mean it's a really good way of approaching it. It's, it's extremely humbling on so many levels. Um, so I'm sure things adapt to you from you know, your very first night out out in the woods and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna go survive in the woods. I'm gonna go see what I've got. What was your very first thought that night or when you woke up from that first night versus where you completed the trail and how did that alter? Or did you even know it was altering on you? Oh yeah. You see that first night I was, I was kind of anxious, but luckily it was, it was a lot of people uh, in, cl- in close proximity. So I didn't feel like totally alone, but towards the end, towards Maine, it was like, you know, more scarce uh, just having people to hike around. 
Um, and just, but by then you you kind of used to it. It's like, you know, I remember having a thought. I'm like, man, I've been out here, you know, and sometimes I get kind of frightened, you know, when I hear certain sounds and stuff. But I'm like, I've been out here for all these days. I haven't been hurt yet. So I don't think the woods are actually out to kill me. <laughs> so I think it'll be okay. But yeah, the first few nights were definitely uneasy. I think when I when I met you, I was having a bad night. Uh, yeah. I was being harassed by an owl, you know, and I'm terrified of owls. So yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that. Oh uh, yeah, the very first night, I remember you were screaming. You were you were pretty much cursing at an owl at camp. <laughs> And I was like, what, what's going on over there? But um, Which is funny because of all the things to be scared in the woods, it's an owl like, that, that you're afraid of. So that's a, yeah. Well, it's funny. I mean, you've, you shared with me kind of where that, you know, fear has stemmed from in, in, in your past. But, you know, have you since gotten over the fear of owls and has... <laughs> Is anything else more scary with all of your experience? Is there something you fear more? Mm, no, I'm still I'm still terrified. I'm like I'm fascinated <laughs> by them. Also, like I I know a lot about them to be terrified of them, but like I'm I'm still just just as terrified of them. And I, I camped up in Maine on the beach one night by myself, and I heard a loon, and it still had nothing on the eye for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we've we've got to get you some hands on with owls and get over your fear once and for all. <laughs> I think I, I met them. Uh, I I I had one one time when I was a uh, youngster. I think like the boys and girls camp or some boy scouts or something. I remember holding them and playing with the owl pellets and stuff. But I don't know. It's just something about them, man. It's, it's something about them. Well, yeah. you would you would you would have loved the one that we saw. We would we were kayaking down in the Okefenokee, and I turned my head to the left. And there was a huge freaking owl right into the oh. right next to my head in the tree, and I oh. I was just sitting right there just looking at me. You're giving him nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I never I never saw one. I heard a lot of them, but I never saw one. I was pretty thankful for that. I don't know. What, I, I may have went home. <laughs> that might have been the last straw. One of those bad days. I might have been like, yeah, you know what? It's time to call it. Pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny so so when you were you know when you're getting your your when you're really getting your groove on when you're really hitting the trail what what was one of the things when you had a, like a really bad day when it was you're going between like okay do I quit do I move on and I know you said that a lot of friends and family were kind of inspiring you. and the same thing with me you know when I did it um there was I mean, in the internet, and we didn't have a lot of cell phone use. We didn't have a lot of internet back then. But there was yeah. nothing like getting an email. Or back then, when I did, we had like prepaid phone cards. And so you would call somebody, and everybody was rooting for you. And you had no idea how many people were yeah. were rooting for you. But like, what like what was one of the what? How did you overcome like a really bad day? Like, what was your method of overcoming? Like, oh man, what I gotta get, a, I gotta get a better attitude. Oh man, you just you gotta get to a view. You gotta get to a view. You gotta you gotta kind of dig down deep on those days. You gotta. I carried a letter from my brother. My brother is incarcerated, um, so I always carried a letter with, from him the whole time. So I would kind of you know open that up on some of those type of days, um, just for inspiration. Just because I know if he was free, he'd probably be right there with me. Um, you know. But just just stuff like that, man, you kinda gotta dig deep. Um, just thinking about my mom, 
you know, I had a lot of, a lot of those days just thinking about my mom, like, you know, I really got to do this, you know, to make her proud. I done let her down a lot. And I was like, you know, that's one of my main motivations. Like, I just want to make my mom proud. You know, I, I let her down a lot. So for once, you know, I wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, even going out there, even if, you know, for people that feel like, well, I didn't do the whole trail. Like I, I, you know, I did 600 miles of it. I mean, dude, 600 miles of the Appalachian Trail is still something to be really super proud of. It's a, um, it's a fact that you just get out there and, and go and try it. Definitely. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot to get out there. Anything over, man, any type of mileage, big mileage is, is great. Like, I mean, I, my hat's off to anyone that gets out there and even attempts to even to, to hit the AT. It's, it's way tougher than it looks, you know, way tougher than it looks. So if you can stay out there for a week or two, I feel like if you had the time and the money, um, you can probably do the whole thing. It's just, it's the mental. It's, it's, it's 80% mental. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, you know, while you were learning how to survive in the outdoors, like all the other shows, <laughs> did you, did, what's one, you know, uh, trick perhaps that you, kind of adapted to your regular routine that kind of helped you, you know, become a, a now I would consider expert backpacker. Hmm. Um, I would say you have to be adaptable. Definitely Absolutely. have to be adaptable. Um, because, you know, a lot of people get out there with set ways and, you know, those mountains don't play. Um, <laughs> they don't play with you sometimes and, and they got, you know, they got funny ways. You can get out there and it's nice and sunny. Then an hour later, if you hadn't checked that weather forecast, you might be in for something bad. So you kind of, you got to be adaptable. Um, and, and just know that the trail itself is a journey, you know, so you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to sit and just do this every single day. I don't think you have as much fun like that. Um, you know, and I think that's the, the main goal of it is to get out there and enjoy it. So I think just to adapt and just go with the flow, you know. Well, you know, we often talk, Ariana and I talk about this all the time, is that when you're out and you're going to do a long distance hike, whether it's the AT, the PCT, the Vermont Trail, it makes no difference. But when you're out there for, you know, two, three, four, five, six months, it really is a lifestyle change. I mean, Definitely. You, you've completely changed your lifestyle. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You have to be adaptable to a new lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Definitely, you're um, you're living in a tent for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, and but you you learn from a lot of people along the way, so you got to be open to that. You know, you can learn, pick up things here and there. Like, you know, I learned how to start a fire from a guy a, a way better way than I was trying to start a fire. You know, and it worked the first time I, I used his method. So, you know, you kind of got to pick up on things. And I think the longer you spend out there, you start getting back in touch with the earth is stuff starts to become natural. Like common sense things that, that can help you out out there is stuff become a little bit more natural. Um, you, you definitely, you, you get better with time, I think. So. Well, so now knowing everything that you know and all this experience behind you, both on the AT and then, you know, the foothill trail and now what you're about to go into, if you could, do it all over again from the beginning, but yet knowing what you know, what would you change or what would you do differently from the beginning? Hmm. I don't think I would change anything because it was, it was all, it was all good. It was all learning. It was all meeting new people. It was all learning 
things the hard way, you know, learning not to forget water. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. (laughs) So that way, you know, from here on out, I know never to be short without water. But it took me that bad experience. So um, I I, I would take it all, man. Same way, I would take it. Uh, That's why your attitude, that's what got you to the end, uh, is your attitude about things. That's what I've always been attracted to in meeting you and hiking with you for a period of time. um, Because you just have one of an overall just really positive outlook on everything that could be going bad at that exact moment. <laughs> Such yeah. a yeah, great I mean, quality. We was having a ball out there, even yep. though, you know, we had rain and all this kind of stuff, but it was, it was better than sitting at a desk, you know, doing something that you probably hate to do. So, yep. hey, well, might as well smile. That's so funny because, you know, you work so hard to get out of the cubicle or your desk or, or whatever your nine to five job is. You work so hard to get out of there and then you hit the trail and you're like, well, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Well, if it was, if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's what the beautiful journey is of it. You know, it's you're right. It's a learning experience, you know? Um, what about like, so, you know, we, we, you know, we laugh, Ariana and I, we, we are, we look on these Facebook groups sometimes and they're so, they're so like, like enthralled about gear. Oh, gear, 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 gear. Um, I mean, you did, you, you went all the way to trail days and I think you got a lighter pack at trail days, right? Correct. So what was that? A little bit after. Well, so what was that whole gear experience like with you? I mean, you know, I mean, you don't really have to be obsessed about gear to talk, to hike it you just have to you just have to be comfortable with your gear right definitely um i mean because i had no idea what to get so you know i went to rei and i you know i got some some good help there but you know they're gonna sell you the most expensive stuff they can which oh, i yeah. will you know it's a business so you know i got i couldn't afford most of the stuff anyway so you know i got what i could get and you know i upgraded here and there you know along the way you know you, you learn what works and you learn what doesn't you know um, you learn what, what you can skimp on and what you can't skimp on and, you know, you just keep moving. Um, and, you know, I, I upgraded my pack, uh, through the hike, uh, you know, shout out to Z packs, those guys, you know, they gave me a great deal on the pack and everything. And, um, that helped out a lot, you know, it, it definitely helped out a lot, it helped out a lot of on my back pain and stuff like that. And plus I was carrying too much weight anyway. So, um, but yeah, I don't think, you know, I, I had a lot of conversations about gear and I, as, you know, at, by the time I got to Virginia, I was tired of hearing about gear and <laughs> what's in your pack and what kind right. of tent you have. And, you know, it's just like, man, look, just hike, you know, just hike. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Absolutely. Um, so what, what would you, so you did the foothills trail after the Appalachian trail. So, but yeah. like when you were done hiking, like when you're off the trail, like what, what was going through your mind? Were you just like stir crazy? Like, did you have to like, like, dude, I got to go find another trail or were you happy to get off the trail? What was that? Every, what was, what was that? Bad. What was that thing like for you when you finally were done? Um, man, I'm still stir crazy. <laughs> so, like right now, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get uh, up to Asheville around that area next month and do a little section of the mouse to sea trail. I mean, um, I just, yeah, I don't think I belong in society every day no more. <laughs> I, I, I tasted the freedom. I, once you taste that freedom, it's hard to come back, you know. So I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out a way I can, I can balance both. Yeah. What would, you, what would you say has been the most unexpected aspect of 
getting out into nature because this is so it's it was all brand new to you from the beginning what was the most unexpected thing that you just didn't see coming happening to you oh man um just just the how i will be just so enthralled into it now um you know i'm i'm a technology kid you know and i still love my technology i need my gadgets and stuff like that but now just just the the want to get out there in the woods the want to to get away um i didn't i didn't think it would be this strong now i'm just like every day i'm looking up a way to try to figure out how to how to do this you know full time um <laughs> yeah. and uh that and i think uh i didn't think like mentorship and stuff like that would come out of this you know uh, I, I never saw that coming I, that was just an unexpected turn but you know i'm welcome to that um and just i don't know man it's, it's just been weird uh coming back i don't know it just feels weird to be back just nine to five, nine to five, because now I'm, when I'm I'm at work and I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing the sunset, I'm I'm like automatically <laughs> depressed. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I was seeing that from the top, from the mountaintop. Now I'm looking out a window and I'm in here working. It's like, yeah. I don't know if this is right. You know, yeah, so. you get the we, bug. We feel the same way. <laughs> We're right there with you for sure. So, what was it like hiking with uh, Ariane? Petrucci. Oh, what God. was that like? Because she, um, I've seen her backpacking with food before, and it's not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, we had a we had a great time. We had a great time. Like she was cool. I had no idea that she, you know you was a, a, a media celebrity yourself. You know, like, because you had a lot of people stopping you at Trail Day too. You yeah. know, you guys, both of y'all. So I had no idea. You know, so but it was, it was cool, man. We had a lot of fun time. Yeah, Definitely we did. a lot of fun times. Except yeah. for the very first time I met you before the Al Insta instance, I remember I was taking a breather on the uphill from hell right out. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was rough. And you just whizzed past me like you had not a care in the world. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not cool. Whoever you are, stranger, <laughs> not cool right now. And then, of course, we met and... Um, hiked for a, a while i was sad to get off but um it was it was really enjoyable daniel it was really really enjoyable definitely <laughs> every time in my life definitely yeah that, that uphill out of the noc is the worst oh, climb i think of the whole the whole trip amen to that. <laughs> I, I, I remember was, oh yeah it is yeah i was pissed yeah. on on most of it so i got about halfway up not even noticing how bad it was and then i i was done being mad and i was like whoa where'd this <laughs> come from <laughs> oh so, man yeah that was terrible so that was really cool to see you do the foothills trail um because the foothills trail it's what's well, kind of you're from south carolina right i'm i'm from uh Asheville, north carolina Asheville. okay so the kind of yeah. foothills trails in our backyard so we're really close to it um and it is a beautiful trail, man. I mean, it is. Yeah. I think it's so underestimated. But the Foothills Trail is. We we went we we hiked twelve miles of that thing barefoot, and oh, we love that trail. What'd you think of it? Yeah, I love it. I love the trail, man. It's beautiful. Especially, I didn't know there was that much water on it. I would have bought a fish pole with me if I'd have known. Right. <laughs> yeah, like right around Lake Toxaway area. It's beautiful right. around there, and it's it's very well maintained trail. It is. It's very clean trail, um, yeah. but you've got the waterfalls. You, I mean, it's like, and you know, people think, well, it's not that there's not a lot of elevation gain loss, but man, I mean, there's some, there's some good climbs on that trail for sure. That, 
that trail whooped my butt. I don't know if I was out of shape already from <laughs> sitting around from the AT for a month, but that trail wore me out. I, I underestimated. I said, oh, I can through hike this thing in three days. And on day five, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I had to get back to work. So I still got 12 miles of it to finish. So I had to get back to work. But I was like, yeah, I underestimated it for sure. Yeah, that's pretty typical. So, so what's going mm-hmm. on? So you've got a YouTube channel. So like, how can people find your YouTube channel? Do you have a website? What I mean, like, how can people come and visit your journey? Oh, man. Yeah, you can check me out. Uh, I haven't put any videos up, uh, I don't think, this month. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely follow me on my YouTube at The Black Alachian. Uh, also on my Instagram page at The Black Alachian. Facebook, everything, The Black Alachian. Uh, I also have a, a, a gear website. You know, I just started, you know, a gear company, um, you know, just hats and T-shirts and things of that nature, stickers and stuff, love and light gear. So go check Daniel out on his social media accounts and follow his upcoming journey. I doubt you guys will be disappointed. Uh, we will be putting the links below in our podcast. So check it out. Yeah. Thank you so much, Daniel. Really super appreciate you calling in. Um, all the links, like Ariane said, will be on our podcast post. You can check it out. And for everybody who's listening out there, I hope you get inspired by his story. It doesn't take much to one day literally get up off your couch and say, you know what? I want to change my life. And you get out there and you let nature do it for you. Um, He trusted the trail. That's what we're all about, you guys. And I'm so, so happy he came and talked to us. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love for you to give it a review on iTunes. It really helps our podcast uh, get out there and so more people can find it and listen to it. Um, In the meantime, our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, we're on Spotify. And always remember... Trust Trust the the trail. trail. We'll see you guys guys. next week. Bye-bye.